East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, and welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. (laughs) And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Each week, Leslie will give her reaction to the true crime and paranormal stories that Lorraine and I tell from up and down the East Coast. As a reminder, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all for informative purposes. Okay, so I'm going to tell a story real quick because, like, it's me. And also, I told Linda, oh, I'm going to save it for the podcast, so I got to get it out before I forget it. Good morning. Good afternoon. Anyway. Good night. So Linda... (laughs) Linda was talking about her 45 second rule about like how you can't spend more than 45 seconds in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that shit had me paranoid. And then this morning, uh, Black Eyed Children dropped. So I was listening to that on the way to my first place this morning. Mm -hmm. Mind you, you guys, I leave for work at three. Well, I get to my first place at three in the morning. It's dark outside. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Wait, what was the 45 second? Like you can't linger you, in your car. You can't. You shouldn't sit in your car for more than 45 seconds because you don't know who's watching you. So my decompression time when I get home from work. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I, that's, uh, that's why I said that because. Oh, I totally, I zoned out. Yeah, no. So like. <laughs> did we not talk about this last time? I don't we, understand. we did. Sort of. Okay, anyways. You're- but anyway, so. It takes me way more than 45 minutes because, like, I got to put all my supplies in the box seconds? and then, like, what? Yeah, seconds. Seconds, right? So I'm, like, paranoid because, one, I think a black-eyed child is going to just pop out the woodwork because a lot of my places are in the middle of fucking nowhere. So then <laughs> I'm, like, putting stuff in my box, like, chilling. It's, like, 2.55 in the morning. And then I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I just fucking, like, roundhouse kicked to my left right <laughs> <laughs> fucking hit a mailbox <laughs> my god oh my god mind you, you so dumb? every day i go to this and you, you park by that i left. park in the same fucking spot every day i go to this place i can't with you honestly mailbox magically appeared <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. I, you know, (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing at myself. So then I sat on the back of my car just laughing, but like crying because I was having an existential crisis (laughs) about kicking a mailbox. It's federal property. (laughs) Welcome to episode 60. Guess what today is? Leslie's birthday. I'm telling you, it is required of you to put that. I don't. You did. You did. Yeah, I did. I put it on my Twitch for channel points. But she has to make. But not, I have to do it. She has to make the noise for the air horn. Not like it's an it's a noise or anything like that. No, she not like has when to you be put the, your, the bits up and then mm-hmm. it does it. No. Yeah. No. She. The channel points are. The Mollos. Leslie do something. Do an air horn noise. <laughs> oh, I got this. When you twitch in next, girl. Exactly. I don't know. Can't do Not it today. 
I mean, technically. You know what the stupid thing is? Is like I get notifications for when you stream, but I don't get them from when Jonathan does. But I, I have don't either, and I have it set. I have it set for you guys. I get them. Interesting. Yeah, but Marv gets them. So then Marv tells me, "Oh, by the way, did you know?" And I was like, "No." And then I look, and I'm like, "The fuck!" So then I have to go run looking for my iPad. Mega. Uh, <laughs> okay. Where are we going? So far away. Oh. Just tap New York for me. Damn. I that was loaded. I'm sorry. <laughs> she actually hit New York. I know she did. <laughs> <laughs> was it New York? No. Oh. South? West? East? North. <laughs> she don't know. <laughs> See, north to you might be Connecticut, even though that's east. Well, that's why I was thinking about it, because I'm like, all of those things are like... East of New that York. That way. So, Maine. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my it was probably God. Connecticut, because she Connecticut? made a crazy face. It wasn't. Oh, Either Vermont. Have we, we haven't done Vermont in a while, have we? I don't know. We did two New Hampshire's in a row. <laughs> we did. That was New York. Vermont? No. New Hampshire. No. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You the woolly now. mammoth. That's not north of New York. Well, that's why I said I didn't say yeah. Oh, here she goes looking straight into the Nerf gun. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't loaded. I was just making sure that there were no... Your son shot one of those things and it went into my bedroom and he was like, I don't know where it went. I was like, dude, you no, literally no, watched it happen. More Nerf things. I feel it's in... The laundry basket, the empty laundry basket, and like he stood well, next to it no more. There's for nerf. like thirty minutes. Now there's a um, nerf dart yeah. in there. Now there is. You mocking me? No. You wanna get sassy with me? You want? You want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I can't right now. I have a story to tell. <laughs> That's what I thought. Charades. Oh, she's getting sorry. really aggressive today. What the fuck is wrong really here? That's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Are you okay? No. Do you want to talk about it? Negative. Okay. You should go to therapy. Nope. You shouldn't. I'm not saying that therapy isn't a good thing. It is. But um, if I were your therapist, you scare me. Okay. Anyway. Oh, trust me. I have my therapist cracking up like 70% of the time because he's just like, you say these things to people. I'm like, yes, the owner of the company I work for. Oh, and- don't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we are going to Fall River, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Fuck off. <laughs> Fall River. Me and my feather pen are staying over here. Massachusetts. We are going to talk about a lady named Lizzie Andrew Borden. <gasps> you don't know. Shut up. Yes, I do know. B-O-R-D-E-N. B-O-R-D-E-N. My W looks like the Walt Disney W. You can't see. Yeah, it does. Oh. Yeah, it does. I don't know how I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Is her middle name Andrew? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right? That's how I feel, too. Ow! Okay. She was born July 19th. Oh! oh. <laughs> Did you do this on purpose? <laughs> she crazy. It's okay. Oh, God. Is this my future? 
I hope not. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just going to put that out. I have never heard us talk about a cancer on this show. Well, guess what? <laughs> Today's the day. Today is and the day. Happy birthday, Lizzie. Happy birthday, uh, me. That's what you should be saying. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Wait, July can I, we, 19th, 1860. Can I wrap Leslie in? We should go stay at her house. Whose house? Go away! She's got like five of them. Shut up. Continue. Are they Airbnbs? I don't know. Whoa. Actually, I think I didn't even get. I don't. I'm not. I'm not even. Continue. She was born to Sarah Anthony and Andrew Jackson Borden. Andrew Jackson. And she has an older sister named Emma Lenora. Her dad, Andrew was born into a wealthy family, but according to sources, he actually struggled as a young man. He was not financially stable. Um, eventually, well, I guess they like didn't give him money or anything like that, so he had to like make his own money and, you know... Prove his honor. Worthiness. But eventually, he... Worthiness. Oh. I heard weather Venus. <laughs> So I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He ended up manufacturing and selling furniture as well as caskets. Because, you know, definitely a thing. I feel like, yeah. That's very lucrative. Those shits are expensive. I know. Especially back in that day. I know. Motherfuckers be going left and right. That's what I was going to say. You got the sniffles. (laughs) Done. Damn. You got the shit. Just a couple planks. And then it was done. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not like what they are now today. Yeah, I know. But still. FYI, don't don't put me on one of those. You don't want one? Nope. You, you want one of those do? recyclable pods? You're, I'm donating my body to science. Mm, I'm not you okay with that. You don't want to be a tree? Hmm? You don't want to be a tree? I want to be a tree. Look, because y'all are old bitches. I already got this. Don't worry about it. I, I got your wills. I got life insurance policies on both of you. It's fine. Yeah. I want to be a tree. Okay be a tree next to me. well she's got life insurance on me then i guess it's not my choice anymore <laughs> that's not how that works but i guess it is now everybody heard that that was a legal binding document thank you <laughs> on this day <laughs> technically her birthday <laughs> oh yes yes um, yes yes happy he <laughs> he was a successful property developer he was the director of multiple textile mills he owned commercial properties he was the president of the union savings bank and the director of durfee safe deposit and trust company sounds like an h.h oh. holmes to me oh, hold up he was legit though what's up this was the dad this yeah. was just the dad yeah gotta give background on the daddy first yeah okay because we got daddy problems no we got problems Why? because he wasn't around because he was so successful doing all his other shit no he was there he was there he was there hmm the mom died when Lizzie was two years old. Three years later, he ends up marrying. Her name was Abby. Don't know her married name, but it was like, yeah, eighteen sixty-five. Well, her her maiden, her maiden name. name. Oh. Abby is a stepmother. Yep. Lizzie did have a religious upbringing. Later on in life, she did end up teaching religious ed, and she was the secretary and treasurer for the Christian Endeavor Society. Abby's last name is Gray. Oh, that's horrible. Abby Durfee Gray. Well, now you know why he was the director of the Durfee Safe Deposit and Trust Company. Mm -hmm. 
Oh. <laughs> but um, two together, you get four. <laughs> Stop looking things up and listen to the story. I am. Put I your was, phone down. I was you looking at nose. I do. But I was looking at her pictures because I've never actually seen a picture of the stepmom. Oh, my Lanta. Lizzie and her sister Emma did not get along with their stepmom when they got older. And the dad and stepmom actually did not have children together. It was just Lizzie and Emma. And later on in life, Lizzie would always call Abby Mrs. Borden instead of mom. Yeah. I mean... Is that I? I don't see. Anything I still wrong with that. feel like that's being slightly respectful. I understand but she's I being think... an asshole. Like she's trying to be an asshole. Okay, but we're talking about like the eighteen hundreds, not okay. Ah, uh, yeah, Mala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like nowadays, it's like mommy, help me. It's like, <laughs> it's like they sit there and they're like, just call me, insert whatever first name you'd like to have, and then they're like, all right, got it bra but like back then it'd probably just be mom and dad especially i mean she's been there since she was two five yeah okay Okay, understanding okay so years and years and years go past right and the dad oh wait did i say that he was a cheapskate no okay well dad had all this money he's working for all these different things right and dad actually scrooge yeah, one hundred percent. Like, so they didn't have a nice house or nothing. No, they didn't. They didn't even have running water. What? They didn't have indoor plumbing. What? And he was like, did all of these things, and they didn't have anything. They lived. Did they by, have food? They oh had yeah, food. But they and it was like there was a prominent part of the like town which was called the hills. Right? They didn't live there because they was on a hill. Like, you could see the hills from their house. And that's where they totally could have lived. Yeah. They could probably bought, like, three houses up in the hills. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, serious. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, nope. Nope, nope, nope. That's But weird. later on down the road, Dad decides to buy his sister-in-law a house. I bet you that went over really well with the yeah, kids. Yeah, no. <laughs> Lizzie and Emma get so upset that they sat there and they, like, basically argued with their dad in order to get the home, in order to get a home from him, which I believe, I can't remember if they said that they bought it Why from him. Why did he buy it for the sister-in-law, but didn't buy one for his wife? For his family. I mean, yeah, the kid's going to be moved in there, but for his wife. Maybe his wife was content. Mm. she dumb (laughs) well so they had to buy a house like they bought a house from their dad i think they said for a dollar which was the house that they like grew up in with their mom so Mm -hmm. again emma's older so emma lived in this house with the mom the dad and then lizzie for the two years of her life lived in this house so they had to buy that house from him for a dollar and then he ended up buying it back for like another amount so that's how they got money from him it was like they sold the house that they wanted it was like i don't know it was like crazy that's to, so weird. yeah <clears throat> okay so again this is going like further down the road so this is like 1891 that all of this goes down so 1892, Lizzie is 32 years old. 
Andrew's former brother-in-law, John Morsey, comes to visit, and he, he he's not really there to visit. He's actually coming to discuss uh, finances with Andrew. So John and Andrew are actually discussing, I believe it's like the purchase of a house, or mm-hmm. like, you're going to give me a house kind of thing, <laughs> which there's already tension from the house being sold, and apparently like, a couple Is this the months. house that the mom grew up in? I don't know if it's necessarily that one, but it was just a house. Okay. Like, they were discussing finances and stuff like that. And, like, I don't know if it was, like, because of will or whatever. Or the the will or whatever. Apparently, a couple months before this, they had gotten in an argument, I guess, again, about finances. But this was actually Lizzie and Emma had gotten in an argument with their dad and abby about finances and so things were getting so tense in the house that they actually both girls ended up taking like a vacation Mm -hmm. and leaving for a few months and then coming back but tensions were still so high from all of that that when this the uncle comes like it just fuels everything up again yeah, it's nice go on a vacation mm. for a couple of months yeah so that actually happened when john comes into play or when john comes to visit it's august 3rd 1892 and again at this point lizzie is 32 years old so then the next day august 4th they wake they all wake up they have breakfast so it's actually abby andrew lizzie john and the maid of the house which is bridget maggie sullivan Emma isn't there because I believe she was called away to a friend's house that was ill. Mm-hmm. And a couple days prior to this, so like within the past or yeah, within the past week, the whole house had fallen ill with like a really weird and severe like stomach illness. And Abby had actually believed that they had been poisoned because not a lot of people liked Andrew. So she was just like, no, no, no. Like we've been poisoned. So she like goes to her neighbor, which is a doctor. She's like, we've been poisoned. And they're like, no, there's really we nothing we can do yeah yeah <laughs> shit it out <clears throat> shit it out yeah. so then <laughs> they uh on by august 4th they were like getting over everything that was going on mm-hmm. so they all had breakfast that morning then by eight forty-eight a.m john leaves to visit a niece that lives nearby and then he goes off to buy an ox so he leaves he tells them this is what i'm going to be doing for the day and then like nobody kind of hears from him Around this time, Maggie, which is the maid, was told to wash the windows outside, but it was a very hot day, so she had to go outside and wash all the windows. A little after 9 a.m., Andrew decides to leave for his morning walk, which is something that he does every single day. He goes, I believe it says that he goes to the bank, he does some a couple of stops and then like an hour later he'll come back Mm -hmm. and just kind of continue on with his day between 9 a.m and 10 30 a.m abby the stepmom decides to go upstairs and straighten up the guest bedroom that john has been staying in and the weird thing about this is that this is actually lizzie and emma's job but for some reason abby ended up going upstairs to do it well lizzie's not no emma's not even home yeah but lizzie was still home so Lizzie technically should have been doing it. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Chores. Where was Lizzie? Hanging out in the house. Yeah. She's just oh. around doing chores and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not they, yeah. cleaning the room. Yeah. She's definitely not cleaning the room like she's supposed to be doing. <laughs> so then, 1030 a.m. Andrew, he comes back from his walk. He's 
you know, hot day outside. He might be sweating a little bit. He's Blech. exhausted. You know, hot days do that to people, especially when you've been walking for like, so what, took a nip. hour and a half. Well, he goes to open the do. front door, door jams. So he's knocking. And then um, Maggie ends up coming to the front door to open it. Maggie says she heard a laughing at the top of the steps, which she thought was weird. But she was like, hmm, interesting. And then she opens the door for him. Then he goes into like the living room area. He sits on the couch and he decides that he's going to rest. So he kind of like lays over on his side. Told you. Yeah. I'll take a nap. He's going to take a nap. I take a nap. Lizzie then goes up to Maggie and she tells her that there's actually a sale at a store that's nearby in a department store and then she should go do it. But Maggie is still feeling unwell from having this stomach bug that they all Mm -hmm. had. And then she was also outside washing the windows in this heat. So she's like, I'm just going to go upstairs to my room and lay down. So there's like the first floor, the second floor, and then Maggie's like, I guess, servant quarters, which is on the third floor. In the attic. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she decides that she's going to go upstairs and lay down for a little bit. In the hot-ass fucking attic. That part, I was just like, bitch, you already having a fucking heat stroke from washing them windows. Where else she going to go? Then you got the shits. Dig a hole. Pour her in the dirt. <laughs> Great. <laughs> nah, I'm just like a little she knows burrow. She casket guy. <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking a nap. <laughs> so, all that happens, right? Maggie's trying to fall asleep. Because, you know... Whatever. More giggling. Mr. Andrew, he's sleeping on the couch. Knock the fuck out. Right? 11, 10 a.m. Maggie is wakened by Lizzie screaming, Maggie, come quick. Father's dead. Somebody came in and killed him. Yeah. So then Maggie comes downstairs and sees Andrew. They both frightened, shaking in their boots. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna get into another wolf folk debate. Huh? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is very similar to the wolf folk family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Alright. So then Lizzie tells Maggie to go fetch a doctor, which I believe was like a family friend. So the neighbor. It said that it was the neighbor, but then I was reading this one thing, and it was like they had somebody that that was like this kind of person next door to them. Like, okay, uh, hmm, I can't remember what they were. They did say it in the beginning of that article or whatever, but then it was like, okay, let's just go with it like this. Like, let's say that these people are Scottish or whatever. So then, oh, there's an Irishman next door to us. That's a very prominent doctor, but because he was Irish, they didn't allow him to look at the family, and there was like. Uh, let's say like Chinese doctor across the street or mm-hmm. whatever and he was also a very prominent doctor but they didn't want that one either so they go with the one that is also Scottish which is like five doors down I don't know that's what one article said but the w- everything else that I read was literally like the doctor across the street it makes sense I don't know Okay, I don't know apparently plays a part okay what he asked food question mark and then he said, we hungry. And I was like, let me ask. Linda's on a rant roll. Give me a sec. And he's like, okay, we can wait. Welcome. Let's talk about serial killers. Get it. We were talking about the doctor. I know what we were talking I'm about. I'm just saying. It's literally <laughs> the last thing on my page. Literally. Get the doctor. Yeah. The Irish one. I don't remember what they were, though. Scottish. She kept on saying Scottish. I No, I just made that up. Oh. I know Maggie, the Swedish. maid, was Irish. <laughs> 
Could have been Swedish. Scottish. Yeah, fuck it. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. But again, one one article said that. Other articles just said one across the street and got the doctor. Yeah. Right? Right. But Lizzie also said to Maggie, and while you're out, can you grab my friend Adelaide Churchill, please? Adelaide? Adelaide Churchill. Churchill. Why the fuck you need your friend? Moral support. Dad slumped over on the couch. The fuck? He's sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) So at this time, they're still sitting there like, where's Abby? Where's Abby? She's like, "Uh, I think she got called away. She got like a telegram or something that... Um, her Who, friend's sick. Who's Abby's saying this? I know. Abby's, Lizzie. Lizzie. Abby's the mother-in-law. Step-mom. 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 Yeah. Bo- so Lizzie's like, I don't know. I think she got like called away. I think she got like a telegram or something. Uh, she's not back yet. This was the giggle at the top of the step. Remember that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. then they're sitting 10-3. there and they decide that they're going to look around for Abby. And I believe it was the neighbor and Maggie start walking up the steps and halfway up the steps they saw Abby's body laying in the guest f- bedroom floor. Oh yeah. shit. Well, I can tell you who it wasn't. It wasn't John cuz he was not there. Why are you laughing? Um so the doctor starts looking over the bodies and everything and strangulation from the way that john looked it looked like he was attacked in his sleep because one of his eyes was split in half and so i'm sorry what they took a hatchet to his face like 10 or 11 times question yeah did lizzie have any blood on her body we'll get to that we're getting there you shut up This is not your story. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm just looking at you because I read So then, then they start looking over Abby's body. Abby had been attacked from behind and she was hit about 18 or 19 times with a hatchet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so his was like on the side of his face, like going like this, and then hers was in the back of the head, and then so it was just kind of like blow after blow after blow. Yeah. Because of the era that this happened in, the time frame, whatever you want to call this. Oh um, my God, did they blame it on Maggie? No, actually, they believed that there was no way a woman could have committed this crime and that this crime was actually committed by a man who just happened by the house like a traveling man nobody really knew who he was yeah because this <laughs> crime was so heinous that they believed that it was actually done by a man especially because they did not believe that a woman of lizzie's stature mm-hmm. could have done something to this degree like i said she was a sunday school teacher she was part of like all of this stuff right she like her dad had money everything like that but They were suspicious because according to, well, circumstantial evidence, she is the only one in the house at this time that cannot really be accounted for. All of this goes down. They're looking at the bodies. Doctors looking at the bodies. I believe by this time cops may have been called. Word starts getting out. John, the brother-in-law slash uncle, shows up at noon. 
don't know what the fuck's going how, on. How did he get there so fast? Wait, no, because he left the day before, right? No, he, no, left, he left the left morning, the morning. Of, But he was in the neighborhood oh. visiting a niece. Oh, okay. Getting and an then, ox. And he was also buying an ox. So he shows up at noon because that's what he tells everybody that he's going to do. And then he's like, oh, my God, my former brother-in-law is dead and his new wife. Oh, my God. New wife. I mean, technically, it's... Uh, he was the brother of the I dead. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying that. He didn't say that. I'm saying okay. that. <laughs> yeah. So then they're, again, they're looking into all of this stuff. Things are getting crazy. Mobs starts forming outside. You know, people are starting to speculate. But again, like, they just, they think this is a heinous crime and they're not 100% sure who did it. So... Getting to the suspects. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. John, you want to know why John's a suspect? Because he's a man. Because he wasn't there. He wasn't there. But also, just because he told the people that where he was going to be, like that he was going to go see his niece and going to go buy an ox, which I'm pretty sure he comes home and he doesn't have the ox. I'm not 100% sure. Nowhere did it really say that he bought one. But, like, why would he bring it back? Why wouldn't he bring it back? Like you bought, like when you do with horses, like people buy a horse and leave it at the stables until they are leaving the town. Again, not once was it mentioned that he actually purchased the ox. <laughs> anyway, his whereabouts were technically unknown for the day. Between the time that he left in the morning and noon, nobody really knew his whereabouts. So he did not have a solid alibi. Okay. Interesting. They said that Emma could have also been a suspect because even though she was gone, she was visiting an ill friend. I think they said that her friend was like 15 miles away. You broke it? No, it just smeared all over the page. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was not there with them for breakfast that morning, they speculated that she had enough time to leave the friend's house that she apparently was at come over commit the murders and then go back in order to go but back to the friend's house but did not do this kind of shit well they had to start thinking because they're like we have to have suspects like we we need to like put this all out on the table couldn't be the people in the house will you shut up i'm just saying but So then they said that she had enough time to come in, do the murders, go back to the friend's house and be there with more than enough time to receive the telegram saying that her dad and stepmom had been murdered. Correct? Correct. Correct. Lizzie. Because she was the only one inside of the house. Maggie was home. Exactly. Maggie didn't do it, though. You want to know why? Because Maggie's Maggie and everybody believed Maggie. (laughs) Maggie was sick and sleeping. That's what they say. Right. But then Maggie was also a suspect. Suspectless. <laughs> John. Emma. Yep. Lizzie. Lizzie. Anyone within a 25 mile radius. <laughs> Maggie. They thought that Maggie may have motive to do this because she, again, was feeling ill with the family that whole week beforehand. She had the bug that they all had. And Ma- they believe that Maggie could have been upset because she was made to go wash the windows outside on a very hot day. While she was still feeling ill. So they're making her climb this ladder in the goddamn heat, trying to wash these goddamn windows because they don't feel like doing it themselves. Hashtag get more maids. I don't understand. But anyway. (laughs) Hashtag. Hashtag. But it's your job. Her dad's cheapskate. 
Yep. But yeah, okay, so then Lizzie and Emma, their their motives were the fact that they had all these issues. They saw that the aunt, I guess you could say, what, however they want to describe it, had gotten the house, that the dad's not giving them anything, not buying them anything. It said that they didn't have a great relationship with the stepmom, but it also wasn't a horrible relationship. Like, she wasn't a bad person. I believe it's just the fact that she was the stepmom. That they were just like, ew. Mm-hmm. You know? How mm. was Emma's reaction when she came back home? They they didn't really say much about Emma's reaction, but they did say that Lizzie, when she was being interviewed and stuff like that, that she was just like, oh, yeah, no, they're dead. And, like, she was there with the bodies. So and was Maggie, like, hysterical? They didn't really say much. Like, they interviewed Maggie and everything like that. And Maggie would give them information and say, oh, well, you know, I heard a laugh at the top of the steps when I went to go let Mr. Andrew into the house. And I thought it was weird because the laugh sounded like Lizzie. And I'm not really sure where she was, but Lizzie was like, oh, I was in the, like, barn outside getting stuff. And I was, like, looking for something. So it couldn't have been me because I was outside. So it wasn't me. But then when they went to go investigate said barn. Nothing was touched. They said that it was so dusty and so hot in there that nobody could have been in there for like 15 minutes looking for anything because they would have probably passed out in there. And that there was no footprints in the dust that was within that area anyway when they went to go look. So kind of pretty thorough about that. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised. Back then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But in the same instance. Because she was dealing with the death of her father and her stepmother, they were interviewing her. They, like, interviewed her in her house. They didn't take her anywhere. So these were also things that the police officers were kind of, like, about. Like, they didn't, they weren't so thorough with because they didn't actually scope out the rest of the house. They kind of just stayed with the bodies, and that was it. They didn't pull anybody out of the house. They didn't make them leave. They didn't Mm -hmm. do, like... Like, when they went to go look on the outside to check alibis, like, that was one thing. But actually looking for other evidence, they didn't have anything. Like, Maggie said that when she saw Lizzie, Lizzie was wearing a blue dress. Never mentioned blood being on the dress. But then they see that the police officers, I believe, saw Lizzie at the sink. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, trying to wash it off, had this dress in her hand and all that stuff that she was trying to wash it off. And then she ends up burning the dress, saying, I messed up my dress because I walked by fresh paint, fresh paint and got it on my dress. So then she ends up burning that dress because it was no longer good. But they did not collect that, not even thinking about it. So they don't even know if it was the dress that was worn the day of the murders. This was like the next day or something, like the next morning. So these were things that they kind of like let slip through their fingers. Apparently, Adelaide and her, I believe it was, like they went into the basement or the cellar of the house like the next day or something. Like somebody saw them go, I think it was one of the officers saw them go into the basement and that one of them came out with something, but he wasn't sure what they came out with. He wasn't 100% sure. And then when they they ended up like looking around the house. The officers did. They went into the basement and they found a few hatchets. And one of them was a hatchet head that had like a broken handle. 
And so they believe that that did could have, have eyeball juices on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was is that they didn't have blood on it, mm-hmm. but the one that didn't have a hatchet handle on it was actually made to look like it had been there a long time. Like it was purposefully placed there and made to look dirty. It didn't actually look like the rest of them that had been settled there with the dust on it. They think that somebody, uh, like, rubbed dirt on it to make it look like it had been there for a while. Interesting. So then they took that saying that that was the murder weapon, but there was no concrete evidence that it was. Mm. The last suspect. Actually, there was two more after this. But then there's this one other suspect at this time. Okay? Mm-hmm. Andrew's random, illegitimate son. What? Yeah. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. Left field! Left field! They're like, you! You probably did it, sir. Are you his child, yes or no? <laughs> but they were saying that this guy, they just were like, no, he's the illegitimate son. this of- guy? I can't, honestly, I believe he's younger than Lizzie. I'm not 100% sure. But so probably like late 20s or something? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. But they're sitting there saying... That it was money involved, that he had showed up, he was trying to blackmail him, trying to get money from him and all this stuff. And so when that didn't work, they, he decided to show up at the house and like hatchet, the, <laughs> hatchet the, the wife and husband or like his dad and like stepmom, quote unquote, because <laughs> I don't know what it is to him at that point. I mean, at that point, was he even in the will or anything and being the no. element and being the ill the the bit? Yes, the not real, real child. Yeah, he wouldn't get anything. But that's why he showed up to try and blackmail the dad. And when that didn't work, he killed him because he was like, you make me angry. I know some people you could have learned from. His name is H.H. Holmes. He's over (laughs) there in New Hampshire. Around this time, he might have been in Illinois. <laughs> yeah, no. With further investigation, they found out that he wasn't his son at all, that nothing like that actually went down. So he had no motive whatsoever. He still could have got life insurance. Yeah. H.H. H. Holmes, take a page. But don't. <laughs> um, so then they asked, the police officers end up asking, again, they like interview her in the house and stuff like that. And They asked Lizzie, okay, so what were you doing? And then she said that after her dad came into the house and sat on the couch to, like, take a nap, she walked up to him. She, like, went to go make him comfortable, said that she took off his shoes, put his shoes right next to him, and allowed him to lay down to go to sleep. Maggie obviously then went upstairs to her room and then... I guess, like, Lizzie left to go outside, and then that's when everything went down. She came back in the house and found him dead. Ah, my dad! Yes. Why is she going outside? It's hot as fuck outside. That's what they were saying, because she said that she went to the barn to go look for some things. Okay? Mm. So, crime scene photos show that he was still... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what I said! Okay, listen, I understand. I get it, you guys. Timeline travesties. We are here with this, okay? But when they sh- when they were like, crime scene photos, I said, hold up. <laughs> what? <laughs> they the got little me. pinhole box. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dead body ain't moving. We can get that good right? picture. I'm just Yeah, saying. basically. I'm just saying. It's it got to stay still. After 20 minutes. <laughs> I let it process in my head for a little bit. I said, that body ain't moving. We go get really good crime scene photo here. Just let it sit. 
sit and process. <laughs> sit and process. Okay. <laughs> All that until someone fucking opens the window and then a breeze knocks something across and you're just like, fuck. Man stumbles in, <laughs> knocks the camera over. Now I gotta do it all over again. <laughs> 30 minutes later. Not necessarily. It just looked like it has a ghost like flying by or something like that. <laughs> That'll they go. took it and then they'll put it back up real quick. Seriously. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, but yeah, so they had crime scene photos, you guys. <laughs> Did you look at them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. In the crime scene photos, it actually shows that he is still wearing his boots. So, again, there's just a lot of things that aren't matching up. But didn't he just go and lay down? Yes, but when they were asking, when police officers were asking Lizzie, like, what were you doing at the time of the murders? And she was like, oh, well, when my dad decided to lay down, I took his boots off and then I went outside. But he was still wearing his boots. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why. Okay. I know, I kind of threw you off with the whole camera thing because I was like, the camera. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So again, all this is going down. They're asking her. And this is just like questions that they're asking in the house and all of this stuff. August 9th, they have an inquest done of Lizzie. So basically, they take her in to start asking her all of these questions. When they decide to do this, because she is so beside herself, they decide to give her morphine (laughs) before her questioning. That was smart. Like I said, they're just doing things a little off, but they wanted to calm her down to have her like settled for her questioning. Right. So then they're sitting there doing all of this stuff. They're taking notes. They're asking her like these questions like, well, what were you doing? None of her story is going to be straight. None of it. Every (laughs) single time they ask her a question, her answer changes. I was outside. I was inside. I took his shoes off. I gave him slippers. I was doing this. Like, uh, she on drugs. Exactly. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, honestly, if you were on morphine and something happened and you actually did it, wouldn't you tell the story the same way? Like, what, like if you actually didn't do it, wouldn't you tell the same the story the same way all the time? If she's loopy, though. Okay, as someone like, who was on a lot of morphine in the ER, I'm going to tell you now. I don't know what the fuck was happening. I was watching a lot of HGTV and giggling and like, and my mom was looking at me like, you good? And I'm like, no, it still hurts. <laughs> I was yeah, like, but. Like, I just, ugh. I feel like it's just gonna, especially at that time, there was like no regulation of anything. So, right. It's not, it's not like if they're giving it to okay. you. So, yeah. Okay. Nothing making sense. She going a little crazy. Doctors are like, girl, you're a little suspicious right now. Yeah, of course. Your story ain't adding up, ma'am. No shit. (laughs) Neither are the numbers in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Right. As Leslie says, two plus two equals four. Four. (laughs) They ain't doing it in her head today, sir. So with all the circumstantial evidence against her favor... On August 11th, Lizzie is arrested. 
On November 7th of that year, the trial starts, and on December 2nd, she is actually indicted for the murders. Okay, so, again, with that being said, uh, they start looking into it, and there were no bloody clothes found whatsoever. There was actually, I believe, like, from what they were talking and saying and stuff like that, that there was no blood really anywhere. Like, nobody had blood on them, and they were sitting there. Okay. Okay, okay. Here's one thing. Were there bloody, bloody footprints going out the door? No, there was nothing. It, that's what I was going to say. There was just blood of the bodies where they were laying. And that's it. Hmm. Like, there there was no... There was nothing going there anywhere. Was, like, there was, blood all no over foot. the bodies? Yeah. And, like, around them? I don't... Of? I didn't see a puddle when I looked. Like, when the... With the stepmom laying on the floor. Mm-hmm. But the, it's like the dad's on the couch. Right. So, it's like now in the couch right it's congealed but my thing is okay first off nobody heard screams abby was killed first she the autopsy the way that the body was and stuff like that they could definitely see that the the dad had been killed within minutes of the doctor getting there everything was still fresh but abby had been laying there for a bit No one heard screams. Maggie not once said anything about hearing Abby's screams. They didn't know where she was. But she was still in the house. She Mm -hmm. was in the house dead in the guest room when she was supposed to be fixing the guest room from where John was sleeping. But I thought she was outside. That's what I'm saying. Lizzie said she was outside. Lizzie was the one who gave the account of Abby's whereabouts. That's why the evidence was against Lizzie, because she was the one that said, oh, Abby, Abby got a telegram. She's off to visit some sick person. But she was dead upstairs this whole time, which then brings me to my point. Lizzie, I mean, Maggie went upstairs to the third floor and not once saw or mentioned the dead body. She probably they probably had the servant stairs, but. So then she comes running down because she hears Lizzie screaming for her. And they said halfway up the steps, you could see the dead body there just laying on the floor. Yeah. But what if she had her own? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's what they usually had. Yeah. But this man is a cheapskate and he got a regular old fucking house all rinky dinky and got no plumbing, nothing. Yeah. It's. But it just still, it, why wouldn't he have servant stairs to separate? Because I that don't feel like him. it was really. She's not really a servant. She's a maid. Yeah, like she. It's not like the. It, like I get what you're saying, but it's not the way that they describe her. Again, I, I, I'll get into this, but like the way that they describe the way that he is, he's not going to make it seem like they have all of this stuff anyway. Like, I feel like it was just one way up, one way down. Like, it was just a way to go up to the attic. Again, I don't know. I didn't really look at the layout of the house. And I did think about the servant steps because of, what was it, Union Union Mills or whatever? Right, right, right. Yeah, so that's what I thought about that, too, because there was one from the kitchen going up, and then there was also Correct. the... So I did think about that, but I'm just like... They don't hear Abby screaming. John, I mean, Andrew was asleep. So he, I feel like the first blow was the one to the face, like the eye. And then he was just done after that. Mm -hmm. And all of it, the rest of it was just overkill. But again, it was just. But Abby was all on her back, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
because she was walking in to clean, like to fix it. And then she just took one straight to the back of the head. And then after that, it was just like on her back, like her head, the back of her head. And like, Mm -hmm. I guess the upper part of her body or something like that. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, okay, that is a lot of force that if you're going to do that to a person and not have them scream after the first blow, like then be knocked out. That's a lot of force on that you have to put. And again, that's why they didn't think that it was Lizzie at first, because that's just so much that it would have been a man's crime. And again, the jury also kind of believed that as well, like for a bit that women don't do this kind of thing. You know, that's their mindset at this time. You get a cancer on a crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All I gotta say is... You ain't never gonna know when that shit happens. I was gonna say, is it... (laughs) Oh, wait, no. Oh. No, that's that's Leo season by that point. So <laughs> it's in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Gatorade. <laughs> I'm an avocado. <laughs> so then because no bloody clothes were found, the prosecution during the trial actually says that Lizzie Okay, and let's think about the time period really quick. This is the 1890s, correct? Mm-hmm. What kind of clothes did they wear? Fucking layers. Big clothes. Big, right? Tight clothes, like corsets. corsets. You got Titan. your dress. You, the, the, you Especially your... her age, because she's 32. She should, yeah. yeah. She's a fucking spinster. Ain't nobody care what she's wearing. But, <laughs> again, we're just going to say, that's the time period, right? Mm-hmm. Prosecution prosecution says that she murdered them naked because there was no blood anywhere and that she had enough time to sit there, take her clothes off, murder both of them. The jury said <laughs> No, the prosecution. Oh. <laughs> the prosecution said that. And then go put her clothes back on and then call for the maid. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. But she called for, you said that the doctor was there within minutes because everything was still pretty warm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to put your dress on that quick. Put your dress on you got zippers. <laughs> I don't think was a thing back then. <laughs> and how are you going to do that without help? Like you couldn't, especially yeah, in that I, time period, you could not put those dresses on without help. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I wore one several times. I always needed someone to rap do that shit because I was like, okay, I'm gonna hold this and you just gonna go back, you go pool. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's definitely doable, but yeah, if you want it to look loose and frumpy. Mine doesn't. I'm saying, like, for how yeah. intricate and how I'm many layers they had. Period, Zipper was invented, yeah. commercially invented after this happened. <laughs> I just looked it up I'm just and saying. it was not popular at the time. No, mm-hmm. that's witchcraft. Ugh. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> buttons buttons look at those teeth (laughs) (laughs) that's the devil (laughs) so again they said that she murdered them naked or she had time to change dresses i don't know man these people she probably put something on top of the dress and so when she burned the dress yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. Like she probably washed all up. the times I ever heard this story. I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, like a like a robe <laughs> or something. Yeah. On oh top no, of it. I was thinking like uh, the dress bag. No, like the, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Like the dress that she was wearing, 
she still had it on when people came in and put like an other Another dress, dress on, on top, top of, it. of it. Yeah, that I kind of like too. rolled it or, up or, or something. Like a, like not a blanket, but like a, a robe or something on yeah. top of it. Like cleaned herself up enough yeah. where she wasn't bloody herself. Or I, I mean, and when took you, off her pantaloons that were dirty. Well, I was gonna say the way that you made it sound, <laughs> I feel like she had a dress on top of it when she did the murders, and then took that took one that off. One and ah, that Wayne too. That's what I was thinking when you said it. Poncho. Yeah, like a poncho. <laughs> Just say I don't know. I, all of this is that pretty. was festering up for a long time, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Overkill. That was at least four years in the making. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A couple months on vacation. No, dude. Oh no, it started way before that. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, like mm, twenty yes. years before that. No, no, it was at least four. So. Give or take four to twenty years. <laughs> four to twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> um so then there there ended up being another suspect because not too long after these murders Whoa. there was an axe murder that happened in the same manner not too far from where this happened it was like a guy that lived outside of town i believe they said he was portuguese but then he he was tried and uh found guilty of that murder out that way but when they checked uh, his whereabouts and his alibi, he was actually not in town for these murders. So he was just really freaking. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did that shit right. He heard that story. He saw that in the newspaper and he's like, I'm this looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or he saw the other one that happened at the around the same time, too. Just saying the wolf murders happened like right before this shit. Yeah. Just saying probably the same person it probably was that guy with that damn diary that note in his pocket said i did it (laughs) that's what i was gonna ask you earlier if they found a little black book somewhere (laughs) (laughs) but again it's the same thing no footsteps Mm -hmm. no footprints no, this one, mine had footprints. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. They totally ran out the top door. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, they there was in. footprints and shit. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy reincarnated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Jumping out top windows and shit. <laughs> but yeah, so then during the trial, I believe the, pro- the prosecution brought out the evidence. <laughs> what was it? Oh, was that the hatchet? The broken hatchet? What was it? No, the hatchet was part of the evidence and oh all that God. stuff. Oh my God, did they bring his eyeball? <laughs> they actually decapitated the dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh brought, and brought the heads in for evidence. And oh apparently Lizzie ended up passing out. Like she fainted when they brought the heads in because they're like, look <laughs> at <laughs> these heads. And she goes, what? Yeah, I know. I shouldn't be laughing. That's absolutely horrible. So then the heads of the bodies after I can't. the trial, uh, they were buried at the foot of the graves. Uh, yeah, That is the shit that, like, what? What? Like, if you want a fucking uh, haunting, do that shit. Decapitate the body, and then when you go to rebury it, you put the head at the feet. You don't even, like, try to Frankenstein that shit and try and, like, just tape it. Who knows? Listen, they clearly okay, did not, not believe in ghosts at this time. Yeah, the fuck yeah, they, they did. did. I know they did. I'm More so saying. than now. I'm He's a witch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 
They also said, I believe Maggie, because she, Lizzie was 32 at the time of the murders, and I believe Maggie was like 24. Poor Maggie. And after the murders, there was also speculation at the fact that Lizzie and Maggie actually had a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that the stepmom saw them together and lost her shit. And so then Lizzie decided to hatchet the stepmom in the guest room because she lost her shit and was like, you're not supposed to be doing these things. It's girl on girl. Like, we don't do that because, you know, back in the day. Bitch, I'm already a spinster. Let me live my life. So then... (laughs) Lizzie realizes what happened or like like comes to basically like blacks out comes to and then she's like oh shit that really happened I'm gonna go tell my dad so then she decides to tell her dad about the relationship that she has with Maggie and he reacts in the same manner that the stepmom does so she's like fuck you too and hatches him it seems a little far-fetched to me but yeah, yeah. okay so then... I don't like that one. Can we erase that? <laughs> <laughs> they also said that... what? Oh, oh, what is that thing called? That, 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 um... That muddy, like, meat juice concoction that they eat? Mutton? Mutton. So, they also said that the stomach problems from, like, the week prior up until, like, this point was because they had... They were eating mutton that was left out on the countertop for days. So that's what was That's probably because they didn't have a refrigerator or an icebox. <laughs> Salt everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> they were eating mutton that had been left out and that's why they were all sick. And then they believed that with the tension that was in the house on top of her being sick, that she went into th- that Lizzie went into this kind of um, psychosis. Yeah. To where she just kind of did them in and then was just like, oopsie. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm hysterical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So all of that ends up happening. and But because of, again, all the circumstantial evidence, everything like that, everything going on with being drugged with morphine for her questioning and whatnot, Lizzie is actually acquitted of June, on June 20th the following year. Uh, and that w- they were in delay- deliberation for an hour and a half. Dang. Yeah. After the trial, both sisters, so Lizzie and Emma, decide to buy a house on the hills. So this is the place where they believe that they should have been living in the first place. Okay. Right. We on the hill. And the way that it worked. They got all of daddy's money. Hell they, yeah. Well, I was going to say, so this is the way that all of it worked. Because... I think technically it should it could have been dispersed to Abby's family like the way that it could have gone it could have been dispersed to her family that's my favorite part but because Abby was killed first in the timeline of everything because Abby was killed first her next of kin would have been her husband Andrew and because Andrew was then killed for killed second it went to his kids it went to his kids Versus so then her family. They got all the money and the amount of money that what he was shit. worth at the time of the murders. I forget exactly what it said, but it equals to nine million dollars now. 
over nine. I think it's like nine point five million dollars now. Yeah, go and live up on the hill. I'm gonna live on the hill. You will live on the hill. You will live on the hill. We're gonna be neighbors. We're gonna have a fucking bridge tunnel shit going on. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. We're gonna have a little one of those new airplane invention things. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We're going to have that car <laughs> with that three wheels. We're going to be going real slow. She's going to be taking up the whole seat oh, with her dress, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be cruising around the hills in my automobile. <laughs> yeah, so then after the trial, Lizzie decides to change her name to Elizabeth A. Borden. And her and her sister actually never marry. They never, they never, it's never said that they're dating anybody. It's never found that they, like, they never got married and it's never noted that they had ever actually dated someone. They were never, they never. <laughs> Why would you? Another. You out there living life. Well, not just that, but a lot of the community believed that Lizzie had actually done the murders. So mm-hmm. then they start so like. Nobody wanted. Yeah. They never. Yeah. They didn't want to be a part of it. So then in 1905. Lizzie decides to hold a party for a well-known actress, which I did not write down her name. I'm sorry. Because of her holding the party, Emma and her actually get in a heated argument where Emma ends up moving out of the house and Lizzie ends up living there by herself. And it again, it is speculated that the reason that Lizzie held this party is because she was infatuated with the actress that she held the party for. And so that's another reason why they believe that she was gay because she did this yeah live your life i was like Again. what does this have to do with anything yeah now it's making sense because yeah. you were talking about her and maggie blah, blah 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 yes so again that's all speculation 1926 comes around and she is still not part of the community she's living in the house by herself which apparently has indoor plumbing <laughs> just saying <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i do then and she did have like handyman that lived there she had servants and stuff like that so but in 1926 she ends up having her gallbladder removed Mm. look at all Mm. of us having something in common with lizzie borden so then june 1st 1927 lizzie actually dies from pneumonia and i believe complications from her surgery so that whole year after she had her gallbladder removed, she was having a lot of issues, and then she ends up getting pneumonia and dying on June 1st, 1927. Dang, girl. The funeral was not publicized, mm-hmm. and very few people came. Like, no one even knew that she Where had Where did passed her away. estate go to? Was that her sister? <clears throat> <laughs> yes. So anything that was left to them would have gone to her sister. <sighs> Nine days later, Emma ends up passing away. She was 76. What the shit? Yeah, she was 76 at the time of her death. And she dies from chronic, okay, tell me, I know I'm going to say this wrong, nephritis. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. I looked it up, I read it, I didn't write it down. <laughs> so she ends up dying. So it ends up being dispensed to different organizations Beep. around <laughs> the area. And I believe that there was money that was also given to different family members to settle debts. I think that Lizzie Lizzie had done that after the dad had passed away, like started giving money. But then I believe when they passed away, like $1,000 went to one person, mm-hmm. $500 went to another, and then like a huge chunk of change went to like different 
nonprofit organizations or something like that. Inflammation yeah. of the kidneys. So kidney disease. Go. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Kidney disease. See, I knew I knew it. I just didn't remember it. They didn't have dialysis back then. Nope. So the Lord. sisters were then buried side by side on the family plot. And again, it was noted that they were never married. So they're they're with their families on that family plot. They're next to their stepmom and dad mm. with the heads of the feet. Mm-hmm. So really? there were actually books written about them <laughs> at the time of the murders. There were family members, I think like cousins and stuff like that, that ended up Jesus writing Christ. books about them later on. There are two movies about Lizzie mm-hmm. Borden that were made. And from one of the movies itself, it was actually made into a spinoff TV series. Yep. Just saying. They look pretty interesting. I did not watch. Ooh, I did not watch them, but I kind of want to. Also, are you going to talk about the house? The house is haunted. The house is a bed and breakfast. It's haunted. And they have the original couch that the father died mm-hmm. on. And you can sit on that couch. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Yes. And you can see the blood soaked in the wood in the guest room. Just saying. You can stay there. I know it's... Oh, it's, it's <laughs> right? Uh, right? Yeah. Her hair is up. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting so good at this. And look, she's got the little choker thing, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, you can stay there. Uh, I actually know crazy, some people though. who have gone there and stayed there. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't think you guys would be down for it, so that's why I was. I so they, but yeah, no, it's still an existing establishment. They do tours, so I yeah. would maybe do a tour. Oh, but maybe you're not do a tour of an asylum because this oh. is a small house. I could be in and out. I've been to Williamsburg enough times. Who knows how many fucking times we went in a haunted place? I do, and. <laughs> <laughs> and we just be in and out real quick. I won't be distracted by anything. It's going to be good. Hmm. We will not stay the night because you can spend the night there. And I will not spend the night there. And I will not sit in that chair. Couch. Well, just saying, just like everything else in this world, especially at this time, when bad things happen, they have to make it into a nursery rhyme. Correct? Girl, yes. What? I kid you not. So, child, uh, what are they called? Nursery rhyme. Play playground songs, child songs, whatever. Nursery rhymes, basically, kids chanting on the playground, Mm -hmm. having their little fun around the roses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so this one says Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother forty wax when she saw when she saw what she had done. Wait, guys. Oh, she gave her father 41. And that was the that was the thing that they would sing when they would be playing out in the like playground. Like fucking jump rope. I was yeah. going to say jump rope, hopscotch. We doing some double dutch singing about Lizzie Borden up Lizzie in here. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she, or when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Jump. And split his Go eye. on and zoom. Go on. Yeah. So then everybody's like, oh God, get out of here. So then a lot of people are like, see, the rhyme that was made is very far fetched because the chronological 
thing about all of this like the dad was killed for or the mom was killed first blah, blah, or the, no that's what it was gave her father 40 wax that's what it was gave her father 40 wax because I wrote mother twice but it was gave her father 40 wax and then she went and did it to her mother they're like no her mom was killed first or I don't fucking whatever you said it, it that her mom d- did it first yeah no and I'm then, saying I wrote it wrong I wrote mother twice on here um, yeah okay that's so, what i'm saying so i wrote mother twice so i'm sitting there like fuck which way does it go but it doesn't matter because then they're like and it really was only like this many wax and it wasn't actually oh like my god the 80 there we go yeah it wasn't the 81 that they're saying in the rhyme it's just this many i'm like ain't nobody care i'm play double dutch and sing that song all yeah. day thank you goodbye slide down yeah. my metal ass slide burn my thighs <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> yeah so that is the story of Lizzie Andrew Borden. Yeah, so we actually... What was her original name? Lizzie. But she changed her name to to Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Okay. No E in the beginning. Elizabeth. when we did the Wolf Folk, Mm -hmm. I actually kind of mentioned this a little bit because I said something about like, and so a lot of axe murders happened within that time frame. Mm -hmm. So it was just like... Boom. But so the Wolfolk murders was like way more right. gruesome and like p- people wise than this, but it didn't get as much pu- publicity because nobody knew. And it was just like, oh, it's just some dude. But then yeah. because of Lizzie Borden thing and like the main suspect being a female, it was like, Interesting. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Axe murders. Oh, hold up. How do you say that the wolf folk wasn't... They had a party. Yes, but nationally. What the fuck? Give me that. Nationally. Okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. So not a lot of people know about the wolf folk murders. Yeah. Are you looking at crime scene photos? Yeah. Hold on. I gotta find the other one. Because then... Oh, that was the other thing. Because all the people that were there and stuff like that, they... They said that, like, the day after the murders and stuff like that, because John, again, showed up at the house. Mm-hmm. And so then the day after the murders, that when he tried leaving, he was, like, attacked by a mob. So police had to go out oh, and bring him back into the house and then try and make him, like, try to help him leave safely because people were just, like, freaking out about what had happened. And again, at this time, nobody knew. And all they were doing was speculating at the fact that it was a man who did it. They're going to take him out the back door in the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Like they did to the other John. Mm -hmm. It's not showing the mom. One of the the places that I saw actually had a picture of her on the floor. I saw you save them, man. Here we go. Yeah, but when when you go to the Lizzie Borden house, they actually have like the newspapers from then on the walls and shit. And it's just like, I I don't know about that. Yeah, so, like, they have... I like yeah. how they blurred out the, the dad's face. Right? That's why I sent it, because I was like, oh, you can actually zoom in and, like, look at the different I thought she stuff. got hit in her back, though. The back of the head. Oh, the back of the head. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant said her back. No, back of the head. Okay. That's a lot of blood on the floor. Yeah. Mm. So, there you go. Hmm. Yeah. Talk about cancer season, Leslie. Yes. Don't ever piss this crazy lady off over here. <laughs> Oh, you already know this. Eh, you too quiet. Oh, you, nobody wants to see me full crazy. I know. That's like people are like, why? They're like, I've already seen you mad. I'm like, you have never, ever seen me angry. 
like Jonathan always says that. I'm like, trust me, I ain't never been mad around you. You, <laughs> you've seen me at like point five, basically. You ain't never seen me at ten. You ain't seen me uh, blackout mad. Wake up, someone's on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> and then you giggle. <laughs> And I'm like, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Mercury's in in Gatorade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jonathan. (laughs) Okay, so today's missing person. I'm going to go with this one because I can't find an updated list right now. And I know that there have been other children obviously that I've gone missing because this is from six months ago. And if there is an update on this girl, then we will definitely let you know. But I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it is E-L-E-X-I-O-U-S. Elucius Dubow, 17 of Brockton, Massachusetts. Again, I'm sorry. I know that I probably butchered that, but it's E-L-E-X-I-O-U-S Dubow. They have been missing since December 20th, 2021 from Brockton, Massachusetts. She was born July 23rd, 2014. And as of now, she is 17 years old. She is a female. Her race is white. Her hair color is brown. Her eye color is green. At the time that she had gone missing, she was 5'5 and weighed approximately 130 pounds. So if you have any information on... This missing person, you can call the local police department, 911, or 1-800-843-5678 with any information. That's all I got for you right now. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. You're welcome. Uh, your awesome story. It was fun. Yeah. I like that one. I know. <laughs> I like that one. It's a good one. <laughs> Leslie likes it because they have the same birthday. That's really... <laughs> No, 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 it was very interesting. Yeah, she was crazy. She was crazy. I know. I know how we can get. Well, don't forget to rate, review, and... Like and subscribe. Yes, and follow us on (laughs) Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And my Twitter apparently goes to our Facebook page. So, yay. I got to fix that. Patreon at ECC the podcast. No. If you really and like me, you'll send me money on Venmo or Cash App. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But She's I'm not, not kidding. Except for me. I'm not. It's my birthday. Hit me up. It is her birthday. <laughs> yeah. Just go on Discord and send her little memes. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Come talk to us on Discord. It's always fun in there. Or on Twitch. Because apparently that's been a thing lately. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's also that. Yeah. And hang out. I mean, either way, you can live chat with us. Yeah. I don't really answer because I'm working, but, you know, I try when I can. Mm. It's fun. Yeah, but I laugh. I go back and I see what you guys are saying and it makes me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> we also, like, randomly post pictures of, like, when we're recording, so you'll actually know, like, when we record, which is kind of weird. But, yeah. But, anyway, have a good summer. A happy Bye. July. Happy birthday. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review.
see ya. 